You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. Three, two. Refuse for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hard true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Like, uh, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzford. I'm totally going to use that, too. Hey, this is Rachel True, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Hi, this is John Walton, voice of the Washington Capitals, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, GGR. I hope that helps you, Mike. Thank you so much for supporting our cause. Hopefully we get everybody back to the arena soon, but stay safe in the meantime. Keep up that social distancing, and we'll see you soon. Hi, it's Wes Johnson and John St. John. And we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done. Grab a seat. You're at the diner with the GGR Pirate Radio crew. Folks, we're back. We're at the diner. It's almost closing time. You know, these guys have been working hard and long on the grill. I'm sure they want to get out of here soon. So let's do this. Let's order some of our favorite holiday foods that you get at a diner. Have a nice little chat. We'll play a little game of Would You Rather Holiday Edition. And then we'll call it a year for 2020 uh, for us here at At The Diner. My name is Mike Lunsford. I'm the host. I'm also the editor-in-chief of The Great Geek Refuge. Check out the website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. With me in this podcast venture, I have an incredibly talented podcaster. He's an incredibly talented musician as well. But he's also a great friend as well. Um, I, I, I don't know if I couldn't, if I could do this show or this website without the support of MC Brooks because anytime I need something, I, I go to him and he's there and he, and he talks me through it. Sometimes like, Mike, man, don't do that. It's a really bad idea. Or like, yeah, no, that's great. Let's do that. And that that's the kind of support that I need. So I appreciate MC Brooks and I've introduced him and said his name several times, but let me hand the mic over to Mr. Brooks. Hello, hello. Thank, thank you. That was, that was nice. 
dude man it's it's from the heart so you, you can never go wrong when you when you shoot from uh Shoot from the heart like that. Uh, we've also got James Rambo as well. Rambo is another one of those guys that whenever I need a vote of confidence or I need somebody to talk me down, like, hey, is this the right idea? He will gladly be like, bro, what the fuck? And straighten my shit out. And that's the kind of friends that you need. You need people like that. So, Mr. James Rambo, thank you for being in the uh, second co-pilot spot of the podcast this evening. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. I also want to introduce our guest, and he's like, he's, you have, everybody has those friends that end up being family. Like, they, they just, they show up at your house, your mom's making dinner, and they're just like, hey mom, what's for dinner? They call your mom, mom. And they know that they have a seat at the table no matter what. That's Yuli. That's Ulysses E. Campbell. He's always got a seat at our table. He's always welcome in our houses when it comes, you know, virtually for the podcast, but also too when there's not a fucking pandemic on. He's welcome in our house anytime. <laughs> but yeah, Yuli, you you have been a voice of of reason, but also a um oftentimes I get I'm an, an emotional person by nature. Oftentimes you're like, well, I think that I understand you what you're saying, but I think it would be best if maybe you did it this way. You always point me in the right direction. <laughs> And I, I, I can't thank you enough for that. And that's why I'm, that's why everybody's here tonight. That's why we're all doing this together because like without this group of four people, we're a, a, a shadow of, of what we would be as a podcast, as, as, as what we would be, um, as a website as well. So, so glad to have you Lee on the final episode of 2020s, uh, at the diner. Hey, I'm just grateful that Sandy likes me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know I am. I know I am good as long as your wife likes me. That's like, oh, <laughs> that that's is like thing. stamp of approval there, man. Oh, that's how you know you're in, man. If she likes you, you're good. You know. <laughs> I mean, I would say that. She, I, would say that she, I would say that she likes. I would say that she likes MC, but she doesn't know who Wallace West is. So you know. Uh, you know who does. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Again, another inside joke that, you know, most of you listeners probably didn't get. So, sorry. <laughs> I'm nervous, but am I sorry? No, probably not. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of, of uh, MC Brooks, I want to go ahead and kick this um, Would You Rather off here in just a second. But one of the things that I want to do is I want to talk um, – I want to talk holidays here real quick. Like, I want to talk about, like, what are some of your your favorite traditions that you guys have at the holidays? Is there, a, like, a favorite uh, holiday-themed food that you that you really, really enjoy? Just a little bit, like, not, like, deep-sea dive here, maybe, like, a couple minutes, and uh, we'll go roundtable. We'll start with our esteemed guest, Mr. Campbell. Are there any holiday traditions that you and your family have that, like, if you guys don't do it, it's just, it's just not Christmas kind of thing? Well, um... You know that that that's tough. You know, anytime over over a certain period of time, uh, because here's the thing: that not to steal your expression, <laughs> but here's the thing: um, you start out as a kid, and if you are fortunate enough to uh, have some stability, and uh, then there are these things that you get accustomed to as a kid. But then invariably, you get a little older and circumstances change, family members age out, um, you know, situations change. And you, those, those traditions that you had 
been clinging to um, change. And then, of course, you grow up and you go out on your own and all of a sudden you're creating your own traditions. Uh, you know, once you get to a certain point and you're having kids and, you know, all this kind of thing. Um, some of the ones, though, that I look back on and uh, I, I, I sort of try to observe uh, the tree. Okay, I mean, which, uh, you know, kind of important. And, and I, I remember at one point uh, when I had uh, when I had left home, gone away to school, because uh, uh, just again, situations we had we had basically stopped getting a live tree. And what became kind of important to me was uh, being able to go with my cousin who they were still getting a live tree. And uh, I, I just I was reflecting on that. Uh, not long ago, how important it was to me that I was able to go with him and get the tree for his house. I mean, that was a really big deal to me at the time. And, uh, you know, for all, uh, for anything that I might want to say about, uh, you know, oh, yeah, traditions aren't necessarily important or, you know, I'm not into this or that. The, the truth is, is that getting that tree and smelling that pine smell uh, you know when you wake up and you know come out uh, that that's that that's one that uh, that I've kind of clung to I mean you know I guess another one is uh, is the holiday dinner uh, with family um, you know because that that one also I mean that's it, what it what it says about the importance of gathering and um you know the uh, if again if you are fortunate enough to um, be able to have a meal and to share that meal with some close family members uh you know because not everybody you know the holidays are a real rough time for a lot of people because yeah. they they don't have that family or they don't have certain traditions uh, you know, and and it's rough. I mean, there's reason why suicides increase. And, you know, that's part of the reason that I feel like it's especially important if you are one of these people who is fortunate to reflect a little on 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 how fortunate you are and recognizing that not everybody uh, shares that good fortune, you know, so, um, you know, which you know, should make it that much more important, you know, and the, the, the temporary nature of it all, you know, because, uh, you know, it, 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 all this stuff goes by so quick and you don't realize it a lot of the time when you're in it, but man, when it comes to an end, it's gone. And so you better love it while it's happening and, uh, embrace it all and uh, hopefully get some joy from it that you can share with uh, with some other people yeah so yeah. absolutely um, that that's what I got that's and that's a good one especially like for for me growing up as a kid with al al allergies all the time like we were never allowed to have a live tree because you know I would like die so mm. like we always had the plastic tree and like one year we, we got the real tree and you're right, man, the smell, it, it, like you feel like you're, 
it, it feels different. And like, I, I definitely can, can appreciate that and understand that for, for sure. Um, Mr. James Rambo, are there any like particular traditions that you have that you're like, I have to do this, like, or it's not the holidays. And I swear to God, if one of you says, Oh, uh, I have to watch my favorite Christmas movie, die hard. Like I'm going <laughs> to punch somebody. Like I'm so fucking sick of hearing that. Like, you, you, I sent you a text the other day and had an image where it was like, let me see if I can read it. It was it basically was like somebody going off on that saying like, like, hey, you know what my favorite holiday movie is? It's Die Hard, you know, because Die Hard's not a traditional Christmas movie. And you're, and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I got that. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Like, no, because, because you see it's not actually a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I heard you. Like, can we just stop now? Yeah. Like, Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie. Okay. Get it? Because it's an action movie that takes place during Christmas. Yeah, I, I got it. A lot of people choose Christmas movies as their favorites. Uh-huh. But that's not me. Nope. It's Die Hard. That's nice. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Rambo, what say you? Uh, first. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm... I'm... This argument is not worth my time anymore. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I just want to make this clear and public. I will not be having this stupid fucking conversation with anyone anymore. I, I have my feelings about it. It Thank is you. just, I'm, 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 t I'm tired, Michael. I'm so <laughs> physically and emotionally exhausted from this stupid, stupid argument. Me too. <laughs> that it's just not worth anyone's time. Um, Anyway, uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, my mom was sort of the unifying factor for everything. Uh, everything as far as like holidays and birthdays, like for me, birthdays still have the feeling of being a big deal because of my mother. Um, you know, she was the person who called everybody on both sides of the family. Like, no, no, no. Jimmy's turning 11. You're coming over. Uh, and it was just a giant fucking party. So for me, you know, the idea of having 30, 40, 50 people all together on, you know, like multiple times a year, that's like, that's just normal. Um, but when she died, there was, you know, that kind of just went away. Like it, it, it was, it was fairly slowly. It took a couple years for it finally really died off, but it definitely did. Um, and when my mom passed, my <laughs> My dad was like, oh, great. I don't ever have to see her side of the family ever again. Um, and so he was one of the ones that did a lot of the cooking. Um, so when he stopped doing, stopped showing up, a lot of the food, the quality didn't drop, but it definitely petered ever downward. Um, and hey, fair enough to them. But my, my aunts who, who took over most of it were like, we're not going to make two gigantic meals within like a month and a half of each other. So you get Thanksgiving dinner and then you get lasagna on Christmas because fuck that. It's too much work for not nearly enough payoff as far as they're concerned. Um, so for the last, I'd say probably four or five years, um, it's been like just Christmas lasagna uh, which isn't necessarily the most Christmassy thing, even to me now. It's just sort of what we've been doing. Um, so the yeah. the kind of the 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 darker, sadder version of this of the end of the story is I don't really have many Christmas traditions anymore. 
Um, the Christmas shoes um, story, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> the closest I get is me and Katie try to watch Elf and Scrooge either day of or within a day or two of Christmas every year. And we've, we've been pretty good about it. I'd say we've probably hit it three to four times out of the last five or six. Um, but yeah, aside from that, it's, you know, I don't know. I've, I've gotten a little older and um, I like a couple people in my family. Um, <laughs> but, you know, a lot of a lot of political differences and stuff have cropped up and that has uh that has stripped them of the privilege of my time and energy um so yeah you know i it it used to be that christmas thanksgiving easter those were all times that we would get together and it was it was almost universally my mom's side of the family um but the older I get, you know, the, the, the more those ties kind of break away. Um, and like, I, you know, I, I, I would have gone to Thanksgiving if not for plague times. Um, but then again, I also told my cousin Don, who's become the cousin, the de facto host for all everything. And, and who is still a person in my family that I love very much. Uh, it's, it's, it's both good and bad that, that Thanksgiving didn't happen this year because I would have absolutely started some shit. Uh, the second I got in the house, like, hey, 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 yeah, good to see you too. Who'd you vote for? Um, <laughs> so, so you know, yeah. you have a conversation about some Facebook post you made. Yeah, yeah, real, real loud, real public. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get real uncomfortable, um, or rather, you will. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I uh, yeah, there's a couple movies that me and Katie watch. Um, we just kind of hang out, and you know, there's there's sometimes like a, a little dinner thing that we might do with her dad. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Christmas is kind of, kind of dropped off and, and um, not really nearly as prominent on the radar as it used to be. So as we found out via a zoom call that we did with all of our GGR compatriots, um, MC Brooks is a cheater when it comes to the game of uh, Uno. So <laughs> MC stands for master cheater. False. <laughs> Source probably, of his rumor is not trustworthy. <laughs> I mean, probably, yeah. At this point, <laughs> so Rambo knows. Yeah. <laughs> I still like Monsieur Cheezer because it gives you a certain air. You know, a French name just sounds classy. Monsieur Cheezer, do you have any holiday traditions that like you you gotta do every year? Uh, I mean, my family was never really big on, uh, tradition. So there was never like a consistent thing we did every year outside of like the thing that everyone does every year in terms of, you know, getting the tree and decorating it and, and, and whatnot. Um, so there wasn't much of anything in particular, like when I was younger, as I've gotten older, um, we've kind of begun doing a like a Christmas dinner so you know it would be you know me my, my parents uh, both my siblings and and my my sister-in-law um, and my nieces would all would all come over and like they would do this big like seafood thing because my family loves Ooh. loves seafood um, so yeah it'd be like this big seafood buffet <laughs> for nice. everyone but me 
Um, Here, here's some macaroni and cheese for you. Yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. Basically. Um, but which I mean, which is I mean, I don't mind. I like mac and cheese, and um, I would like I I mostly am there for the desserts, like whatever cakes and cupcakes and whatever else uh, finds its way to the table for the, for our get-togethers. Um, but that that that's that's usually what we had been doing. I would say like maybe the last three or four years or so it's it's been kind of something like that um and still still doing it this year but like my family who doesn't live here is not come is not coming it, it's just the people who are in the house who are going to be um partaking yeah uh this year you know just because you know you know like everyone in my house is uh considered at risk so you know like it would be devastating potentially devastating if anything were to get in here um especially considering like my mom you know is in and out of the hospital you know every couple of months it seems so Jeez, you know yeah. anything to avoid that is is definitely good but um for me for me it, as far as family there's not much but as far as like my friends and people i know like i kind of miss my friends who are who are from here but don't live here anymore but usually come back around this time so mm-hmm. it's our, it's like our time to usually you know be able to hang out, catch up, you know, go to a movie, go to a bar, like uh, have an ugly sweater party, just have a get together <laughs> where we can all kind of catch up and and hang out again, because you know they're not here, you know they they're not around here anymore. So it's only but maybe once or twice a year when they're even here for us to be able to hang out or see each other or catch up or anything, and stuff like that that I that I definitely miss. Uh, or I missed this year uh, for sure. Um, but that's been kind of like a, a staple, just some sort of event where I can get together with, with friends of mine and, you know, watch a movie, grab some drinks, watch, uh, watch basketball or football, depending on what, what day holiday falls on. And um, that's been something I've been doing the last couple of years. And, you know, it'll, it'll more than likely just be a zoom call since, you know, Christmas is on a Friday, three day weekend yeah. this year is awesome um but yeah like that that's something i'm, I'm definitely going to miss out on on this year because of you know everything going on i so growing up jewish but also like having a dad who is christian i, I got like a, a, a mix so i got both hanukkah and christmas every year so i mean it theoretically sounds great um in practice not so much because hanukkah is not cool like i don't know any of you, anybody out there who's like, oh, Hanukkah's such a beautiful holiday. It's not. It's bullshit. It sucks. You know what you get? Socks, like school supplies. Like you'll get a card from your grandmother that says, hey, I paid your car insurance for this month. Ooh, man, that's exciting. You know what kids love? Having their insurance paid. Like it's like practicality as an adult. That's fucking awesome. You know, I wish I had somebody yeah. that did that for me now. But like it's. It's not the most exciting holiday. And actually, like, like speaking of the Jewish religion, it's not a big deal. It's not one of the high holidays. It, it's not on par with Christians and Christmas. Like, it's, it's, it's a lesser holiday. It's still a really cool story of why, of why they celebrate it, but it's not that cool, you know? So part of being Jewish means that, oh, like, half Jewish, because, like, we would still go to, like, my, my dad's parents' house and celebrate Christmas and have like the big like family thing um, is there's also the Jewish side of it too. And every, and, and we've 
continued a tradition that we always had. When I was a kid, we always got Chinese food on Christmas Eve. Like, that was just what we did. And when Sandy and I first started dating, uh, the first Christmas we were together, it was Christmas Eve, and she was just like, I didn't even have to ask her. She was like, you want to go get Chinese food? And I was like, you're the one. Like, <laughs> so so every year every year we have Chinese food on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Like I'm I'm flexible, you know. We can do either one. And uh, last year we sort of kind of cheated and we went to uh, like a, like the Japanese sushi slash hibachi place. And I and I figured that that's close enough. Like I'll, I'll allow it basically, you know. Like I'm okay with this. The, 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 we can slide on this one. Um, but yeah, that's that's really like the only big one that I have. I'm not super big on like, oh, we have to have this. I mean, like, I love having a Christmas tree. Um, I had, I think like every single person who was like at an adult age during the seventies had one of these like painted ceramic Christmas trees where you had like these plastic pegs that you inserted into these holes that were in the ceramic Christmas tree and it lit up. Like it had like a light bulb inside of it. Does this ring a bell with any of you guys? Cannot say uh, what it does. You will leave nothing. Was not here. <laughs> Negative um, years. Wait a minute. Hit me with that again. Like it's like it's ceramic and a lot of times people would like actually make them, but it was a Christmas tree and it was painted green and like painted the snow on it and had holes in it. And you would put these little plastic pegs in the holes and then there was like a light bulb inside the fixture and you would turn the light bulb on. and It was like a Christmas tree. It was a Christmas decoration. Huh. How big was it? I mean, it was pretty big, man. Like it was like I, like the size of a house cat. Like it's, it was pretty freaking big. <laughs> And, um, I mean, and honestly, like, fuck all y'all if you don't know. I, well, I, 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 I feel like I should know this is the yeah, thing. I'm trying fine. to visualize it. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. What's he talking about? Ultimately, ultimately, like, I confirmed. I've talked to plenty of other people. So, you know, except for you dickheads. Um, yeah. But it, it, it was one of those things Making my mom. shit up, Lunsford. I know. Yeah, <laughs> right? I swear. I swear. This is my Mandela effect. Um, so my mom made one when she was, like, I don't know, like some ceramics class that she took. So she made one of these things, right? And um, when she died, I, I got it. And um, my wife thought it was garish and ugly. And she was like, that's not coming and going in our house. So I took it with me to work. And I was like, fine, I'll put it at work. I don't give a shit. And I put it at work and very much enjoyed it. But how um, I left it at work one day. And um, inadvertently, somebody broke it. And I was very, very upset about this. And um, I was at a Hallmark store and they had they had one. And I can't tell you how excited I was about it. It was like a tiny little one. It's like battery operated. It's maybe like a, maybe like it fits in your hand. But I was so excited about this because like it it was this stupid little trinket. This dumb thing that I had, this big, most likely an electrical hazard, probably going to cause a fire at some point in my life thing that I had. That was my mom's. And like, I'm just glad that I have a, a, a kitschy little version of it that I can keep on my desk here. So that's that's kind of a, a holiday tradition. That, that's like one of the only holiday traditions kind of that I have left, you know, so. Awesome, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I don't want to like completely bum everybody out here. So let's do this. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about like I, I want to do this. Um, would you rather? I think this will be fun. I think that we can do this to to fill out the the last bit of our episode here for the uh, for the year. MC, go ahead and hit us with what you got, man. I, oh, can't I, I don't even have the link. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Hang on, let me pull it up. I'll do it. God damn it. <laughs> Just scroll up a bit. Co-host my ass. <laughs> I know we're all scrolling frantically to try to find this. To quote Quality Rambo, radio. There it is. Exactly. There, there it is. We talk about a lot of stuff, man. Jesus. Yeah. There's a um, there's an Easter egg in the Loki trailer toward the end of it um, when he's wearing the uh, the full suit and the horns. Um, there in the in the back, uh, I think you can see it in one of the shots where it's looking to the left. There's an arcade cabinet for a game called Polybius. No shit. Yes, indeed. That's amazing. I think, I could be wrong, but I think between that and the D.B. Cooper thing, that part of what they're going to do with that show, because we know he's going to be moving through time. Yeah. But potentially he's going to be moving through the multiverse as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that Loki is going to be the source of a bunch of different conspiracies. That would be so cool. I hmm. think he's going to be the sort of like the, the 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 key foundation for a bunch of weird mysteries, um, and I think it's it's a great opportunity for them to just like do big weird wild shit. Um, and like, who expected Owen Wilson? Like out of nowhere. Just, yeah, he's just there. Just yeah, shows up. And Silver and Fox Owen a, Wilson. Yeah, there was a rumor about him and doing something for Marvel a while back. That I completely forgot about until that trailer. Hey man, yeah, it's 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 always funny when you see, um, when you see those kinds of things pop up. Uh, uh, there was a, um, I remember when they were first developing the Incredible Hulk movie, um, back you know back when the, they did the Ang Lee movie, um, there was a rumor that uh, the Absorbing Man was going to be the villain. And then the Ang Lee movie came out, and you know you see the trailers, and you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess they, you know, they didn't want to do a superhero thing; they wanted to do this other kind of thing. But then you watch the movie, and you go, oh no, that's 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 the Absorbing Man. It's just not the Absorbing Man. This is like the third version of a script that got kicked around. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's always funny to see those 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 things kind of seep through. Um, like uh, the the giant mechanical spider in Man of Steel, um, <laughs> they did the same thing with um, with Star Trek Two, with Rathacon because um, it somehow got leaked that Spock was dying, and the fandom freaked the fuck out, and they were like, "Don't kill Spock! Don't kill Spock!" Like so much so that they did like a survey or a poll on uh, Entertainment Tonight, and Entertainment Tonight was like, "Do you think Spock should die?" And like like that. Like Entertainment Tonight has any bearing on how the movie's actually going to go, you know? But like, <laughs> what they did was is they played an okey doke 
And what they did was, is in the beginning of the movie, when he dies in the Kobayashi Maru test, uh, and then Kirk's like, aren't you dead? Everybody was like, oh, oh, I, oh, I get oh, it. Oh, okay. you guys. Yeah. And then he actually dies. Got me. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. I found the, the list if if we're yeah, ready I, to go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I did. I posted. Well, I'll post it in our chat. Nice. You can, can okay. you post it in the Skype? Um, I can, yes. How do you it. find the chat, by the way? I was sitting here looking for it. It's so, like, at, the the, uh, at the bottom of your, of your uh, Skype window, uh, mm -hmm. there are a couple symbols. There should be one that looks like a little speech bubble, usually to the right of the hang-up button. Mm, I don't have that. No dice? Are you, You're on your computer, right? No, I'm on my iPad. Ah, I might not. You might not have the functionality for it then. So yeah, there he should not, be like a. He should. Yeah, I don't know. I could I, not I, say. Well, you know no, what? Not... How about we do this? Me and Rambo and MC will run the questions, and you just answer them. Since you're the guest, you shouldn't have to do any extra work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, since since that seems to be yeah, because I'm seeing enable background blur, allow incoming video, turn subtitles on, add people, take snapshot, share you can screen, turn subtitles on, raise hand. Yeah, yeah. shockingly, I have yeah, that too you know? under the yeah. more. But yeah, but no, nothing as pedestrian as uh, <laughs> you know the the, you the chat, which one you would peasants expect in your you know? chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's let's go ahead and get started here. We'll we'll jump in. We'll do the uh, the Christmas. Would you rather? Uh, oh wait a Mr. minute! Brooks. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Oh, here we go. Did you find Here's it? The chat. Did you find yeah. it? Hey! Yeah, it's, yeah, it's up. It's up on the. It's like the le top left hand corner. <laughs> oh. Rearranging stuff on you. Look yeah. at you. Figuring technology out and shit. <laughs> It's <laughs> <Tis> never easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gents. If you're ready, we'll kick this off. Do it. Oh. Mr. Brooks. All right. So uh, I'm going to amend this because none of us are in school. Um, okay. Would you rather have to loudly sing the chorus of Jingle Bells every time you walk into a room for a week or... Have to wear a Santa suit to work every day for a week. <laughs> assuming you were going into your office normally. We're assuming that there's no longer a pandemic. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. No. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm. <laughs> Excuse me. I would like. I would sing Jingle Bells anyways. Like even like. I feel like that would be just be something that I would but, do. They'd be like, oh, there goes Mike again singing but Jingle Bells. Just think about how many rooms you walk into though. You have to sing it <laughs> oh, every fuck. time. Every time. Yeah. yeah. I'm going with Santa suit. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that 100%. would just be annoying. You sing it once when you walk when you walk in your house. Once when you walk in the kitchen. Every time you go in the bathroom. <laughs> Every time you go in the bedroom. It's not just maintaining it. It's starting over. Yeah. So you no. literally have to restart every... Oh, God. What yeah. nightmare <laughs> hellscape yeah, but is it's, this? But it's just, it's just a chorus. <laughs> Fair enough. But also, it's just a chorus. But also, I mean, it's also doing it loudly. So it's not even like you can just whisper it to yourself. 
you know, where nobody can hear you. He's like, no, I need to yell this out loud, loudly. Yeah, no. <laughs> Top of your lungs. Loudly sing it. <laughs> Yuli, what are you taking? Are you taking Santa Sue or are you singing Jingle Bells? Um, well, I, I, honestly, I wouldn't do either, but, you know, I mean, since for the sake of the game... <laughs> I imagine I would uh, wear the Santa suit just because, you know, every time you walk into a room, good God. I was going to say, Santa. isn't there a picture of you wearing a Santa suit? Like you've put it posted on the social media before. So like... oh, I got a hat. <laughs> I got a hat. I mean, I don't have a whole suit. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, the hat's fun. You know, it's like, in fact, it's, it's got, I mean, I used to, I when I first got it a couple of years ago, I used to really like it because it's got like a real... I mean, it's it's a real long Santa hat. In fact, because you you gotta gotta, I mean, you kind of gotta throw it over your shoulder, uh, otherwise it's practically dragging on the floor. Uh, but uh, but it's fun because it, again, it's 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 long and it's warm. I mean, good guy, it's the type of thing you can wear it out in really super cold weather, and it's absolutely gonna keep your head warm. So cons- consensus here is we're all dressing like Santa. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Okay, 100%. all right. <laughs> All right, Rambo, um, go ahead and grab the next one. All right, let's see. Do I have this both up yet? Uh, would you rather make presents for your family instead of buying them or make, make ornaments for your Christmas tree instead of buying them? This isn't controversial in the slightest. No, this is like, yeah. Um, I think easy. I'll answer first. Um, I'm making presents because I, I, I think we discussed this. Like I, I would rather have something that somebody made and then something somebody bought because that's more personal and like it's, yeah. it shows the things that they're good at, you know. Like and if I'm gonna make something for somebody, then yeah, I mean I would rather do that. I'd rather make presents than make ornaments. Like fuck ornaments, man. Like, <laughs> I, I I'm reading through more of these. I worry that these this is very. Um, <laughs> this is very uh, tame compared oh, you don't to like this one enough <laughs> we, uh, we well Mike's that. already answered it now though <laughs> yeah but this might be the last one and we might have to go to the old school ones that are like really really bad that are like would you rather kill your children or kill your wife and you're like what the fuck like <laughs> I mean, there's some like there's some, a couple of weird ones. Like, would you rather have Christmas tree tinsel for hair or have fingernails that light up like Christmas lights? <laughs> I'm taking the fingernails every day. It'd be so fucking awesome. Really yeah, I... shit. Or I guess I can see why you guys like this uh, game here. <laughs> oh, you drunk toast. Here, I, I found an adult one. I'm going to send this. Hey. Over. Oh, good gracious. <laughs> Hey, some of these got good, Yuli. At one point, we had to decide what was more... What would you rather do? Um, shit your pants or have diarrhea for three straight hours? Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, and I think the, the specifics on that also were like... Um, it was like once a day. Like, you could you could account for it. And for like... It was like once a day for like a, a month or a year. Or have like your way. Like, a solid block of... of Hershey squirts just unpleasant <laughs> across the board. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Is this the kind of content you want on as a forum, Yulene? <laughs> uh, that would be one heck of a special. <laughs> I think that'd have to be like, uh, uh, we call it uh, extra content or uh, alternative content or something. F- 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 
visit the website for this stuff here. here we yeah. go. <laughs> would you would you rather chug a gallon of eggnog or eat a whole gingerbread house? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta choose one. <laughs> um I don't you know, I'm leaning more toward the eggnog because I know I'll throw up and I'll instantly <laughs> like with the gingerbread house I might keep it down but that means I'm filled with a gingerbread house for however long it takes for me to digest it yeah I'm going eggnog I'm going eggnog because I know it'll it'll be it'll be unpleasant uh, extremely unpleasant briefly but then over <laughs> Mr. Campbell how do you feel about this <laughs> okay, wait a minute. This is the because uh, I've been scrolling through here. Um, so, uh, all right, which, what what was the question again? Would you rather chug a gallon of eggnog or eat a whole gingerbread house? Mm. Well, again, I wouldn't do either. But uh, <laughs> you know, for the sake of the game, <laughs> I, I guess I'd eat a. Uh, I guess I'd eat the gingerbread house. Yeah, you know, and honestly, yeah. like with that question too, it's not specific on how big the gingerbread house is. Yeah. Well, or how much time you have to eat it. I mean, that yeah. chugging a there gallon of eggnog—that's kind of like. I feel like, based on the fact that you're chugging the gallon of eggnog, one, it's you got like a brief amount of time to eat this thing. Well, they didn't two, say that. <laughs> no, <laughs> they didn't say that at all. Imply. <laughs> or infer, rather. <laughs> Now they didn't say how big it was. Would though. you I mean, rather you could, casually like, you eat know. a gingerbread house over the course of three weeks? <laughs> it's on the kitchen counter. You walk by, you pick off a piece. You know. Would you rather mainline this Jack Daniels or sip the Chablis for the evening? <laughs> See, that's why. That's the whole reason I don't like the. I I, I hate surveys games like you know come, come on really come on i mean and all and this stuff is bad that was especially at what about would you rather shit your pants or have diarrhea for oh, a couple I mean, of oh, fuck. listen like they're way worse like the, the the one mike just did is arguably the most tame one or one oh, yeah. of the more tame I ones read, out here i read number number three with santa and elf yeah, yeah no. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let's not, let's do this. Let's not offend our guest, folks. <laughs> oh no no no! Hey, it's cool. I mean, you know, clearly the listeners like it. You know, so but I'm I'm they afraid do. what we're we're gonna get to a question that's like, oh, would you rather blow Santa or have him fuck you in the ass? You know, uh, I mean, it's like say that. this is where we're funny you should mention. Yeah, that. number three. <laughs> Yeah, it's nobody's blowing Santa. <laughs> and in fairness, it doesn't say have Santa fuck you. It says have sex with Santa or give an elf a blowjob. You know, what if, what if you tell Santa and you're good? Just like the episode of the. No, not necessarily. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, there are a whole lot of depictions. In fact, that that could be like a whole show. I mean, there was like a Zales commercial or something where it was like cool Santa and whatever. I'm like, check you out, Santa. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I ain't never seen nothing that looks like this. And he comes in, it's like you know, kind of like hot Mrs. Claus, you know, hot uh, you know, milf Mrs. Claus or whatever. 
you know, later. Yeah, I mean, like, there, you know, so. are we are we talking like like Tim Allen Santa Claus? Are we talking uh, 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 Ed Asner Santa Claus? Are you talking Kurt Russell Santa Claus? Like, <laughs> there's different Santa kinds of Santas. Like... <laughs> you know, I feel like there's a whole lot a, of different ones. A, a sensitive and Phillips. gentle lover. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who was who was Santa from the office? Would you say? Phyllis. Oh, Phyllis. Phyllis. Yeah, and Michael. Oh. No, Phyllis. No, no, not Phyllis. I'm just reading uh, through some of these other ones. Yeah, I, um, I, I don't really care how sensitive and gentle a lover Santa would be. It's you know, like... you say that now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when you when you're the little spoon. <laughs> this one's big strong arms make you feel safe this one mm. makes me laugh though hang mistletoe in the bathroom door or above your desk at work <laughs> like is that like a bumpkin question like, <laughs> <laughs> what I, think is... more, see, I think it more as a smell thing where it's like it's like somebody just finished taking a dump and then it's like oh you're under the mistletoe <laughs> give us a kiss <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, like well, the the work thing, I assume, like, you know, again, we're back in a functional world where work is a thing. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I don't like most of the people that work in my office. And if they walk by my desk and they're like, oh, it looks like you're under the mistletoe. I'm going to be like, yeah, I have herpes. Like, I'm, whatever <laughs> I got to do to avoid that shit. Like, leave me well, alone. Yeah, they're, they're not going to be tongue kissing you. I mean, yeah. more often don't than know not, the people, people in my office, like, man. Like, <laughs> I've licked every doorknob I've come in contact with. Go away. These are some thirsty mm. bitches, man. I don't think you understand. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I do not. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, so one of the other things that I wanted to do because we'll we'll go ahead and, and wrap up because the I, I'm looking over these and most of these are just like, would you rather give presents or receive presents? What kind of bullshit is this? Um, one of the things I told MC and um, Rambo is I wanted to talk about some of the things that they that we've all done throughout the year that we were just like, man, this was this was awesome. And Yuli, one of the things that I wanted to point out was when I want to start with you, like when we first started seeing that, like, wow, this whole GGR thing is really taken off and like people are really listening to the podcasts and like your show was the one that kind of started that trend. Fantastic Forum was the first one to really get some like gaudy numbers. It was like, oh shit, what is he doing? Like, so I, I think that there's a correlation there that like once you, once Fantastic Forum became a big thing that like people were like, what's the great geek refuge? And they started looking and it like all of these things kind of came together to make this awesome thing that we have where we're getting all these subscribers. So Whatever it is that you're doing, man, you just keep doing it, is what I'm saying. And <laughs> it's 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 awesome getting to work with somebody who because it, it's not just the the round table discussions that you have. Um, some of the episodes that you have on there are just like really good interviews that you have with people that are vastly different than what we're doing. And like I think that's another thing too, is that like it's cool to have a another show that's part of the the whole family here that's not more of the same it, it's it's something different and like there's the one that you did in particular and i'm trying to find exactly what date it was but basically you guys ended up talking about 
the tendency that villains have to be disfigured. And mm-hmm. it was just, yeah. it was a fascinating episode. I was it was just like I never had put that together. And I was like, that's a really good point. They all have some sort of horrible thing that's happened to them at some point. And yeah, so I just I appreciate that you bring some really insightful stuff to the, the lineup of things that we have here at GGR. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course, man. Um, Rambo, MC, anything that you guys want to jump in there? Because I got some stuff that you guys did too. So, um, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't know if I have anything specific. Um, I, I really appreciate you being um, so welcoming and having me on the show. Um, I, uh, you know, particularly after, you know, I, I don't think it was too much longer after I met you that I ended up on on the the actual TV show. Um, but yeah, man, I've known you for over a decade, and that's awesome. And I, I really value your friendship. Um, and yeah, I, I don't I don't know how how else to, to better put it, but you're one of the smartest, and most engaging people I know, particularly about you know all this goofy nerd shit. Uh, and I really appreciate it, man. That was all at you, Yuli. He's talking to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I thought that was. I was sitting. I thought that was directed at Mike. <laughs> no, man, that, that, <laughs> like, was you. That, that was you. Damn. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> it's like yeah, thanks. Man. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I echo pretty much everything Rambo said. I mean, I haven't known you a decade, but I've known you for almost as long as I've I've known Mike. And I mean, you're one of the coolest people that I know. You're such an, like an elder statesman of just knowledge and information and whatnot. And it's just. You're a really good guy to know, Yuli. Damn. You guys are, like, you guys are really cool. I'm like, (laughs) I feel like I need to be, like, writing checks here or something. (laughs) When the day day comes, my friend, remember that, okay? (laughs) Hey, when the train comes in, everybody rides. That's right. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll start again. Rambo, dude. Um, so... I, I wrote. I tried to. I wrote everybody like a Christmas card this year because like I've never done that before. And um, I also realized that like man, I don't write things by hand pretty much anymore. And like I had like carpal tunnel for like a whole day after writing all those Christmas <laughs> cards. And I just I tried to express my sentiments to everybody. And like um, because it, it's something that like a lot of times like it's not like you know like oh that's not a a thing that a man does. You don't express your feelings. You know you repress it and then have a heart attack when you're fifty. Um, but like, it's something that like, I've tried very, very hard to undo because the military is big on like, eh, don't talk about your feelings and shit. But like, that's something that actually like, when it comes to the GGR stuff, part of the reason that we took the shift that we did from just being like, let's just talk about geeky, nerdy content and really stay away from the political stuff. And like, all we want to talk about is nerdy stuff. A lot of that shift comes from MC and Rambo joining and a lot of it comes from Rambo because Rambo is on wears it on his sleeve like this is who I am like this is take it or leave it and like it has made me more comfortable being like that too and I think that it's made this group that we have on social media much more welcoming as well because that's the precedent that we're setting and like if it wasn't for Rambo that wouldn't be a thing and not only that, like, you have said some of the funniest shit on this podcast, like, ever. <laughs> and, like, 
your your fucking German accent kills me every time, and I don't know why. Like when <laughs> your, your fucking Warner Herzog shit that we did when we were doing our uh, our Western episode, <laughs> you were. <laughs> <laughs> it still makes me laugh, man. And like then you did it again, but you did it as Red Skull when Red Skull was running the WWE instead of Vince McMahon. Like I can. <laughs> See you here, Cena. <laughs> <laughs> but just in general, like it, it's like I'll touch on it briefly, but we won't delve into it greatly. <clears throat> but the big thing that happened, and the reason why we shifted to at the diner as opposed to sticking with GGR Pirate Radio for so long, um, I didn't feel afraid to have that confrontation that needed to happen because I knew that both you and MC had my back, and. I can't tell you how freeing that felt. There was no, like, what the fuck am I going to do? I was like, no, I can do this because I know these guys are going to are gonna back me no matter what. So for, for that, I am eternally grateful, is to put it lightly, you know, like to put it mildly um, when it comes to that. So, yeah, so that's my that's my Rambo piece. So if anybody else wants to jump in on the love. Thanks, man. Feel free. Well, yeah, I, I'm going to come right in on the on the back of that because uh, Rambo. Is, and it's funny because, um, you know, I, I was actually talking to him earlier this this afternoon. <laughs> um, and uh, I and, and in fact, Mike, you and I were talking a little bit about this, uh, you know, just uh, day before yesterday. Yeah. Um, because uh, Rambo has been one of the best panelists to grace the Fantastic Forum project, uh, both the television show and the radio show. And when I say one of the best panelists, what I mean is um, he's very he's very cogent in terms of his opinions, in terms of the way that he expresses himself. He's very opinionated. And he is able to support those opinions with actual factual information, you know. Now, he and I don't consistently agree, but I like that too, because I think that as many differing viewpoints as you have, especially if it's somebody who's thoughtful uh, about the way that they form an idea and the way that they express it, and uh, he has been all of that and more and uh, you know just brings it I mean talk about bringing his a game to every show and I I, I appreciate that so much and have actually been delighted uh, to see him flourishing with GGR the way that he has because uh, I believe I introduced you guys you know you did. so it's <laughs> kind of like ah well there you go you know? and then you introduced us and then um, he um, I made my. I said uh, that I felt that Dennis Quaid would make an excellent Hal Jordan, <laughs> and Rambo <laughs> politely um, said to me, "You mean Inner Space? Because that's the same movie." And I was like, "All right, you got me there." I just kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the argument was, I was like, "Tom Cruise is going to be awesome as Hal Jordan." You're like, "Fuck Tom Cruise! Oh, why? Because he was in Top Gun. Who gives a shit?" Dennis Quaid would be awesome. I was like, oh, you mean the guy who was a fighter pilot? That guy? That guy in that movie? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, the only fucked up thing right now is that Dennis Quaid is a huge Donald Trump supporter. Uh, I no longer, I take my hat out of the Dennis Quaid as Hal Jordan ring, and he can go fuck himself in the most impolite way. Yeah, I was I was very disappointed by that myself. In fact, of all the celebrities who like Donald Trump, I think that one was the one that I that hurt me the most. You know, because most of these people, you're looking at the list. Oh, fuck them! Oh, fuck them! Oh, I don't care about them. You know, a lot of WWE people or something. Yeah, you know, but it's like, oh wait, Dennis Quaid for real? Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, yes, but I'm sorry. Yeah, love to Rambo. Great, great big ups. Great love to Rambo because he's smart and he's funny. And, uh, you know, even though you kind of poached him, you know, it's like. <laughs> oh, I totally stole him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, sir. Thank you. <laughs> MC, anything, anything in the Rambo uh yeah, I mean, I mean, you guys nailed a lot, uh, a lot of it. The thing I was just gonna say is, I'm like very happy that Rambo became a consistent part of the podcast this year. Because I mean, it, like anytime he appeared, like previously, like, it was it was always a great episode, and you always knew you were gonna get great content, great information, and uh, some really funny one-liners uh, <laughs> over the course of the podcast. And so, like, my highlight for Rambo of this year was just. The fact that you know when the opportunity presented presented itself to do to to come on with us every Thursday regularly that he that he decided to come on and it's made the entire show just that much better, especially in the aftermath of of you know the the thing you mentioned earlier. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I wanted to say though, it's a byproduct, like. Um, I can't remember who was saying it that like you got you you try to find the good and everything even the shittiest things that happen. COVID sucks, but I wanted to point out that because if it were not for COVID, I don't think we would have Rambo full time because he still would be at the comic book shop. But also too, without getting into his personal details because I don't want to share that on the air. But I also know that you have a more lucrative position now because of what's happened, yeah. which is fucking awful. But at the same time, too, like it's it's funny how things kind of fall together sometimes. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely. I kind of liken it to the death of my mom. Um, <clears throat> when she passed away, it came as a total shock to everybody. Um, and it was certainly not not a welcome thing that happened, but that was the swift kick in the ass I needed to kind of get my shit together at least a little bit um and like i i I, like three months later i got a call from the art institute uh saying like hey we were following up on you know talking to you about uh enrolling you know do you want to come over and i'm like yeah yeah let's do that um because it was just this this was very clear uh um example to me of like nothing is promised if you want to do something do it now um, and if you don't, don't be too upset if it, if the, the opportunity goes away. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, COVID has been mostly awful and, and, and pretty consistently awful throughout, but there have definitely been a couple little rays of light. And one of them has been, uh, again, like a, a, a kick in the ass for me, um, to 
really seriously pursue. Um, I, I love my Victory family. They're, you know, Victory Comics is a wonderful shop, and if you live anywhere close to Falls Church, you should absolutely be going there. Uh, they're incredibly welcoming. They're they're fantastically uh, knowledgeable, and um, it's it's everything I want a comic book store to be. But it's not a career, um, at least not for me. Um, and I've been able to to kind of realign and focus a little more on, um, and, and, you know, reprioritize things and and really make some some big boy adult decisions and it's been pretty great um so yeah as as much as it sucked and it has uh like uh like both mike and mc said you know this this year was a big turning point uh for me on the show as well uh because yeah i, I think you're right you know this was it, it opened my schedule up a lot and it allowed me to 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 be doing a consistent appearance on the show which has been fantastic yeah, to be selfish, I mean, like, it's been awesome. Like, it's it, it really, it really has. And, like, it's just been awesome, like, getting to know everybody. And, like, that's honestly, that goes across the board for everybody that's on this, on this podcast right now because, because of the circumstances, we've all talked to each other a lot more than we normally would. Because normally it would just be like, oh, we're busy, we got our shit going on. And then it's like, like, and, and don't take this in the wrong way, MC, but, like, as our correspondent for all things convention, it was just like fuck MC's at a convention just let him do his shit and like we just let it go but like we've gotten to know more about you as a person know more about things that we never really did and it's just been it's been delightful thank you yeah and like to kind of pivot on that point too um, what's been awesome this year and I kind of alluded to that a little bit with MC is like um Little by little, every single year, you, I feel like you get a little more comfortable with us. And you open up a little bit more. And I know that that's not easy for you. And I'm sorry if this is, like, super personal. <laughs> um, but, like, it's it's awesome. Because you're you're an amazing person. And you give a shit. And you care. And, like, that comes through in everything that you do. And... Yeah, it's just it's it's been awesome seeing that. But also too, like I know that I think we all struggle with it at times, like with depression and our creativity and being like, wow, is my shit even good enough? Like I run into that with my writing all the time. I'll write like twelve pages of this awesome story and I'm like, Oh, this is great, this is great and then I'm like, Oh god, but what if it sucks? And somebody reads it and they think it's dog shit and oh god, what am I doing with my life? And I see that a lot of times with your music and like, I just, I wish I could somehow like just make you just like the most confident person ever. Like I wish I could grab that like Rick James level confidence and just throw that on you. Cause your stuff is so <laughs> fucking good, man. And like, it's just been awesome seeing you break through that. Cause like you have how many projects on the, on the burners right now? Uh, like two and a half. Yeah. Half because I don't know if one is actually going to happen anymore <laughs> yet. But it's it's just awesome seeing you get get back to your stuff and and do more of it and like that's I'm I'm if if I could have a, if I could get paid for it or not even get paid for it if like if money would no longer existed like we're in like a Star Trek universe where money is no longer a thing I would just like take on a full time job as like MC Brooks's hype man because like <laughs> more people need to know about you because you do some awesome shit dude and I'm just so glad that like you're part of this and that 
like I said, every single year, I feel like we get to know a little bit more about you. And like, it's, I've never learned anything where I'm like, wow, you know, like that other guy, like, wow, what the fuck? Like, there's never been that moment. (laughs) There's never been that moment. And like, that's, that's fucking great, dude. And I just, I consider all of you guys just really close friends. And like, it's, it's, it's so cool learning more about about all of you but like with mc like mc is the senior ranking in ggr right now so like you kind of got thrust into a role that like it, I, it's not that I, w- I i didn't think that you weren't ready for it i knew you were ready for it but like it's you you're now like you're ranking dude like you can tell motherfuckers what to do like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome i couldn't think of anybody else who deserves it more at this point yeah thank you (laughs) like absolutely super appreciate that yeah man like it's funny when when i i'll see you talk about how you're like "Ah, i'm not being creative and you know i I don't i'm not really making enough right now and then it's like yeah i only put out like two albums this year um (laughs) like you know you're you're doing way more than most people are doing and I, i I feel like it's it's easy to to fall into a trap of, you know, I I have I have all these ideas and I have all these things I want to do, and that means that I need to be doing all of them all the time. Um, but you know, a couple things about that: one, depression lies; uh, two, um, your only responsibility is to yourself as far as your creativity is concerned. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's, you don't have to beat yourself up because you're, you're not quite doing things up to the level that you think you should. Um, I think your, your output is fucking amazing, man. And honestly, <laughs> being someone who is as patient as you are on the show, letting me and Mike just run off at the mouth, uh is, yeah, right? is really strongly appreciated um you know I, I try to catch myself but i know that i'll like talk for 10 15 minutes at a time um and i just i really appreciate it man and it, it's it's you know this this whole show has been has been an opportunity to to create some friendships in a way that i never really was able to before um it, it's a very unique uh situation that we're all in um and that's that's awesome um and I, I'm really curious to see what the next couple of years is, is going to look like. Um, and excited to, to, to be able to experience it with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I, I second that wholeheartedly. Uh, Mr. Mr. Campbell, anything to say mm-hmm. about uh, Mr. Brooks? Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't know him quite as well as you guys do. But I've had a chance, um, you know, a little bit over... Um, uh, over the past couple of years, actually, uh, to get to know him a little bit more. And, you know, notably at a couple of different events, uh, you know, and then just kind of hanging out with you guys. But, um, you know, he is somebody who I know that uh, you can rely on. He's somebody who brings a great deal of passion uh, to what it is that he's doing, um, you know, wants to expand uh, his his range of uh, different skills. Um, 
I'd frankly like to hear more of his music. I haven't heard nearly enough of that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I hear about how uh, prolific he is. And so I'm like, okay, all right, let's, let's, let, let's see, <laughs> you know, but Hey, he does everything else. Well, so there's no reason to believe that it's going to be any different with this, you know? So, and your brother, you know, so I'm like, Oh, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> First and foremost, we know? cool. Like, yeah. Well, the, the, you, you'll notice I didn't lead with that. You know? But it's like, so we can't say for not going to say first and foremost. But you know, you. I mean, that's uh, you know, hey, like I said, we cool. <laughs> we we definitely cool. So, uh, and I'm looking forward to being able to to get to know him uh, a little bit better because, like I said, of the three of you, um, and it's not like. I don't know him at all, you know, because we, we, we've hung out a little bit, you know. I mean, it's like... It, it, I've been on, certain, I'm a two-time hmm? two Fantastic Forum uh, appearances. That, you know, I mean, and, uh, you know, to say nothing of, uh, you know, hanging out after um, Escape Velocity and, uh, you know, doing that stuff, which was really cool, you know. I mean, because yeah. I... And the fact that, hey, he was covering for me, you know, at, at that con. It's like, oh, man, you know. So, um, yeah, like I said, I, I look forward to being able to do more of that uh, at some point when um, we can gather safely. But uh, no, I have I have only good, positive things to say about this young man. And I'm, I'm grateful uh, to know him the same way that I feel very grateful uh, to know you guys. Yeah, for sure. Um... Were you, were you going to say something? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, I just want to, well, first of all, thank all of you <laughs> for all of the, the kind words. Because, uh, I mean, not something I hear super often. So, like, anytime people do have, like, such high praise and nice things for me, like, imposter syndrome is something that I fight pretty frequently. So, like, to hear you all say all the nice things, that you said about me, I, I, Mike. I told you about uh, like the card you sent me was like the like one of the nicest things anyone's ever done for me. So I do want to just say first and foremost, like thank all of you. Um, I consider all of you family. Honestly, um, I spent a lot of years trying to figure out where like home was going to be, like socially speaking. And I, I really think that. Being nosy on Twitter one day in early 2018, you know, was one of the best decisions I ever made because I managed to find the old network, which connected me with Mike. And then from 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 there, I've gotten to know both uh, you, Rambo, and and you, Yuli. And it's the the last two years have have been just fucking incredible, to say the least. You know, it's it's been it's been great to to hang out with you all at, at conventions, outside of conventions, uh, in doing this uh, this every week for for the last year and a half. I mean, it's it's been it's been wonderful, and you know, like I, I you know, GGR has become such a big part of me because like I, I talk about it almost as much as I talk about it even more than I talk about like my own music now. Like I frequently you know, looking to, to put people on game up to, to what we're doing and like the ways in which we've grown and, and, you know, hoping to continue to grow this thing, um, this thing that we've been, we've been working on for the last year and a half. So, um, I, I very much looking, look forward to 
uh, getting to know all of you even more over the next couple years and, you know, hopefully grow this thing out even even more than we, we've done so far. Because, I mean, Mike, Mike can, can speak on this. Like, the growth in just this year alone has been incredible despite, you know, everything going on with the, with the pandemic and everything. I mean, that's, that's like one of it. Like if I had to list the major things that I've achieved this year, I would say that it's all of us achieving, making GGR as big as it's gotten this year. And so, and so, yeah, I'm just, I'm just super appreciative to, to know everyone and to, to be a part of this thing. Cause like I said, you guys, I consider you all family. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, I wholeheartedly agree. I was just going to tip in real quick there that like when we were talking about like the biggest shit that was going to be happening for GGR, it was awesome con. It was running our own panel. That was it. Like we, we made it moving on up to the East side, deluxe apartment in the sky <laughs> and <laughs> COVID happened. And I was, I was bummed, dude. Like I didn't express it like vocally. I mean, but I was, I was very, very upset about that because I was like, it was like that fucking Eminem song, you know, you get, you only get one shot. And I was like, we're going to miss our chance. And I mean, living in a trailer park with our mom eating spaghetti. Um, and then this unexpected thing happened and it was like, how the fuck did we do this? And it's just been like this amazing ride. And then like, we've created this community that just continues to grow. And like, not only does it continue to grow, I don't know if you guys notice it or not, but it's so self-managed for the most part. Like we're not having to go in and like clean stuff up. We're not going to, ha- we don't have to kick people out. Like very rarely does that happen. Like all of the members are just like, Hey man, that's not cool. Don't do that. And then like, it's self-policed. Like somebody put up a, um, a picture, a meme that was borderline inappropriate and somebody else policed it before it even became a thing. And then they apologized and put something else up. And I was like, wow, this is, adult as fuck how did this happen like it it, it just it's it's amazing like it's yeah. <laughs> and, I, and i hate doing this because it makes it feel like we're so like self-congratulatory but like it's it's really fucking exciting <laughs> it, it really is and like it's hard not to talk about it all the time because it's so cool that this is what this has become mm-hmm. and yeah well no and and not to step on you but you know, I, 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 well, no, I could, but you know, see, cause we've talked about everybody else. And so it's uh, time yeah. to <laughs> talk a little bit about you, you know, <laughs> I mean, and I think this is a wonderful place to segue into this because as one of the founders of GGR, you are instrumental in its success. And this, um, you know, I, what, what I have recognized is that there are some people who, have this unique ability and it is absolutely unique to be able to take something as nebulous as an idea you know can't see it can't touch it it's just amorphous kind of floating there and then they make that idea into something that is tangible into reality you know and that's what you've done with ggr and that is so rare. I mean, because anybody can come up with an idea, you know, but like I said, being able to take that and make it into something else and the way that you have built 
a team of people, the way that you have inspired people to want to work on this thing and to take ownership of it. I mean, this is, I, there are not enough superlatives for me to heap upon you for what you are doing. And then on top of everything, you're a heck of a nice guy. I, I think I, I was telling you because, uh, <laughs> Uh, Camille, Camille Richardson and I were talking about you and Camille was going on. Everybody who meets you, though, feels the same <laughs> way. It's like, oh, this guy is such a nice guy and he's so cool. And, you know, he's so, you know, so gracious and giving and caring. And, you know, you're just a really wonderful human being. And on top of it, you're married to a great woman. You got great kids. I mean, you're just you want to talk about luck. You want to talk about lucky, man, that that's the behind the scenes factor that most people don't even know is like how awesome Sandy is and like how she says that she doesn't care about GGR nerd stuff all the time. I don't care about your nerd shit. She'll literally say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she cares about you. Is but, then what in, it is. but then in the same same breath, we'll say to you, I heard her. She, she can't lie and say she didn't say this. She said this to you. She said, ever since Mike branched off from those other folks that we worked with, he's really refined the message of GGR and it stands for something. So she notices and she gives a shit. And like, yeah, like it, she's a huge driving factor in, in making me the person that I am. So I, mm. I have to thank her too. So and, I mean. and it's not luck either. You know, you might want to believe that, but, you know, she saw something in you and... You know, that that's, you know, so that wasn't lucky. I mean, that was just you being yourself and attracting a really wonderful woman. Yeah, I, I consider myself fortunate. I, I told her when I first met her, um, I felt like I won the lottery. That's what I said to her. And uh, Oh, yeah. Well, you know, OK, yeah. I, 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 I get it. <laughs> yeah. But still, I'm going to be totally dismissive of the luck element of it. Ah, like, nah, bullshit. This, Mike, is, this is a perfect example. Well, that you, you, two people doing it with the doing it for each other you know i mean <laughs> you identified i know that sounds terrible it's like but you recognize something in her she recognized something in you and uh, you all were able to you know find some common ground to meet on and uh, and you and you built some and you you have built something together and continue to build something together and and you're right i mean she's kind of behind the scenes in terms of ggr but none of this would be what it is had it not been for her also. And, yeah. but, I, but I, I, I was talking, I mean, you know, she is a part of that whole Mike Lunsford package as far as I'm concerned, you know? And, uh, like I said, I'm just grateful. <laughs> I'm just grateful your wife likes me. <laughs> <That's all it laughs> <is. laughs> but I also think she's an excellent judge of character. So it's gratifying to me <laughs> that she thinks that I'm okay. Cause I'm like, whew, okay. That's like, you know, passing that Sandy test, boy, you know, because if you ain't right, you ain't going to pass that test. <laughs> that, very, that, ain't, that ain't no joke. Very accurate. You know, I but, mean, like, she's yeah. she's pretty much given the free pass to everybody here. I mean, she let MC in her house, so I mean, I should tell you something. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, he's okay, but no, but we're, you're not going to deflect <laughs> this. You're not going to deflect this. You are a, you're, you're just... A really outstanding person and I happen to believe well and I believe this about all three of you uh, you guys are deserving of all the success that you earn you know and uh, and uh, hey personally I I love seeing uh, seeing my friends 
do well and uh, you know enjoy some success and i mean that that's what it's all about maybe some people you know have like i don't know bad feelings or you know jealousy or some nonsense like that fuck that i want my friends to do as well as they can possibly do you know yeah do better than me fuck yeah <laughs> that's great you know it's like i ain't gonna try and you know pull you down or put you down or whatever and how am i gonna be you know it's like I, hey as far as i'm concerned we can all push each other you know but uh you know yeah but but mike you're freaking aces man you're freaking oh, aces I, I appreciate that thank you mc you going first or am i <laughs> uh you can go ahead just, just to be clear, you guys don't have to do this. Like, it's fine. Like, oh, bitch, whatever. Oh, yeah, we're gonna talk about everybody, but not me. Not me. You guys literally, you literally made me a fucking video like a month ago. Well, that was Jessica. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jess asked me to say something. Was, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I wish I could claim credit for that. <laughs> But, uh, and in fact, when you talk about, like, trying to keep up with somebody, it's like, damn, that was, that was a really outstanding idea that she had. Right? Yeah. And knock it out fucking fast, too, man. I know. Oh, my God. She's, you know? she's a pro, dude. Like, I, yeah, she's, she's not on the show, obviously, right now. But, like, man, that, that girl has got some talent and, like, is, is going to do some amazing things. And, like, yeah, I'm so glad that she's a part of this again because she was in the in the early days and then has come back to us so i'm very excited hey, about it. team building just what i was saying team building yeah there you go mm -hmm. yeah, man, it's it's there's never been a time when i didn't feel welcome around you man and that's awesome it, it, it's so great to to be around somebody so regularly who just makes you feel at home um but honestly the th the thing that i i was most impressed by uh was it you know the thing that we keep not talking about while we're talking about um that could have gone a very different way and not because uh not because anybody involved uh, on our end was cowardly or was, you know, not up to task, but because it's a really difficult thing to recognize um, something awful about someone you care about and and make the responsible decision. Um, and the fact that you were able to address it immediately address it consistently um and stand by your principles man that's fucking impressive um and uh it it's it sets a precedent in terms of um what the show is about what you know the the concept of of ggr overall is um and you know the the kind of man you are and the kind of people that we should be um it's 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 maybe the best example of um what any one of us uh should do in terms of how to comport yourself as as an adult uh, uh as a fucking man as as 
someone who um, has become a role model. Um, and it's it, hats off, dude. It it because uh, I <laughs> I I in that moment was 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 plenty emotional. Uh, um, and the fact that you were able to um, be level-headed and um, and really honestly sat down and talked with me and MC about you know what we should do and how we should proceed um, in the moment, uh, you know, like within two hours of, of everything going down was uh, was really impressive. And, and it's something I have a lot of respect for. I, um, well, thank you first. Um, I'll admit, for a long time, um, I avoided confrontation pretty much exclusively, like across the board, like any opportunity I could. Um, it comes with the territory. It comes with, if you've ever had uh, verbally abusive parents, you tend to be the um, class clown because you just want the yelling to stop. You just want the fighting to stop. You just want to do anything you fucking possibly can to make this shit stop. And because of that, you become a peacemaker in the sense that you will be in some sort of business relationship with somebody and they'll say something like, oh, well, no wonder you have so many podcasts on your, our network because Jews control the media. And you laugh it off, even though you know that it's a horribly, horribly offensive stereotype. And it eats away at you little by little because you don't respect yourself because you didn't stand up for yourself in the moment. And in that moment, when all of that was going down, normally my response is emotional. I wanted to yell and scream and, and call this particular person every name in the book. And it took so much self-restraint to do that. And it was easily the hardest thing that I've ever had to do involving any of this thing that's supposed to be fun but the fun stopped being fun and it got real it got real real you know to use the same word twice in a row um it it, it no longer became a thing where it was like well it's okay to have differences no this is not a difference and we didn't really address it much on the show we talked about it a little bit i mean i made it very very clear on the last episode of ggr pirate radio what was going on but like like I said to you guys, like, I wouldn't have been able to do it without you. Um, I mean, that goes with Yuli, too, because I told Yuli about it, because Yuli called me a, a few days after it, and he was like, hey, you okay, man? I saw what was going on. What the fuck happened? And, like, I explained it to him, and it just, like, it's, it's some shit. You never want to have to deal with that. And I, I know that you guys are, like, lavishing me with praise, and thank you. Um, I'm, I get really awkward when people do that, by the way. So, um, it... It just, it, it, it goes back to how, as a team, we, we function, that you guys picked up the slack, but you also were able to understand how fucking difficult this was, but then also to, like, immediately we're just like, yeah, let's, let's fucking move on, dude. Come on, let, let's, let's pick this up and let's just move on from here. And I'm lucky. I'm, I'm very, very lucky that I, that I have not only this thing that I thought was just, it sounds selfish, that it was mine. Um, because it was, it was just me for the longest goddamn time. And 
when you when you have somebody that's supposed to be a co-founder that's supposed to be like a compatriot that's supposed to be like your partner in this and every time you call them about something they're just like yeah that's cool whatever you just do what you think is right like that that seems in theory supportive but it's not sometimes you need somebody to be like yeah you know like let, let's talk through this and then just that's what i have now and that's what you guys have provided and i appreciate that Hmm. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 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 been very lonely at times with this website when I would um be writing an article at two o'clock in the morning because I was like, if I don't write an article, it's going to die. And no one's ever going to pay attention to GGR ever again because we've gone two weeks without content. Like, I don't know if any of you have ever felt anything like this before. I have to do something or I'm no longer going to be relevant. And no one's going to give a shit what we have to say. And I don't feel that pressure anymore. And it's not because of something that changed in me. It's because of the people that I've surrounded myself with. And that's you guys. So thank you. Absolutely. You know, and, and it is to your credit that you have somehow flipped this back now. Cause we were talking about how great <laughs> yeah. you are. And don't, don't think I didn't catch that. It's like, Very oh slick. damn. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was real slick, but I ain't letting you get away with it. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. and... I'm sorry, you'll just have to feel uncomfortable <laughs> receiving <Fine>. the adulation. <laughs> yeah, because to, to pick up uh, where Yuli and Rambo left off, like you know, like my, my thing for you, like when you gave us this idea was to exactly reference the, the thing, the, the thing we were just talking about. Um, because I, I can say like, I've been part of a lot of teams, a lot of different things over, over the years. Um, and I've, I've mentioned the, the rap group I used to be in that, you know, turned out to be, uh, something very different than it, it originally intended. And just, when when that entire thing was happening, it just it felt really nice to feel like I was actually being heard when voicing my concerns. To 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 feel like wow, someone actually has my back in this scenario. Like that. Like, I mean, you I've considered you a brother for as long as I've known you, and like that just it just kicked up like nine thousand percent in that moment. Like, not that I expected any different from you but still to 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 see it in that in in that moment was just was was pretty incredible you know like i i've like i i have a great deal of respect for you already i'm sure everyone everyone on this podcast right now has a great deal of respect for you and the man you are because you back you you are the embodiment of everything you talk about it's not an issue of you know you say something or you post a status about something but then your actions end up being something totally different we we see that we see that all the time with uh a number of other organizations and companies where you know they will denounce something but then their actions show something totally different than than what they say and you know you are you know a, a real embodiment of what it means to to be a friend and and to be you know a brother to be you know a role model of sorts of, of 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 everything that GGR stands for, you know, you you created this thing and you've, you know, allowed all of us to be a part of this thing. You've trusted us with your thing, 
and and you know none of us want to want to let you down and and by that same token it's it's just it's nice to see that you know you have our back whenever something like that whenever whenever anything happens just in general you know like uh, i've i've brought a number of people to be part of this family and every time i talk to someone about you I always i start with our first conversation because it was what was supposed to be this formal or semi-formal like interview type thing just resulted in us fucking nerding out for like yeah. two hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it was fun it was it was it was really fuck it was really fucking cool because i like I, I was kind of really unsure like okay i don't know what this is gonna what this is gonna be like and it was it was really relaxing and i felt super comfortable and then when you when you invited me to come out and and uh be part of the the uh the episode you guys were uh working on that wednesday and just from the moment i got there like you made me feel very comfortable feel very at home like before i'd even sat down i was like oh yeah this is gonna work out like i i want to be part of this and just since that moment you know you've done you've done nothing but continue to make me rambo yuli and and everyone else who is part of this this family we have whether they are on the admin side or whether they are fans of what we do You've just managed to 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 make us all feel comfortable and and welcome and really make this a refuge like like the name says and so you are so very deserving of all of this praise <laughs> being heaped on you right now and you know enjoy it embrace it because you deserve it man. I'm, again, you 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 folks spoil me. Um, this literally started um, this website started as a um, <laughs> I started rewriting the prequels to Star Wars um, <laughs> I was like what do, what if they were good and, <laughs> and it was just like it was it was such a dumb thing that I was doing it was just a way to escape the doldrums of my job and it and I joked about it because I was talking to Mariah today, um, who's one of our new admins on the uh, the group page, and she said something to the effect of, "You know, I'm so glad you asked me to be part of this because of what you guys are doing." And like in my head, I know it's changed, but I still like in my head I see it as this like, "What if Darth Maul didn't die at the end of Episode One?" Like it's <laughs> it's still this this nerdy venture, and like it's it's awesome. I love it, but like it's. It's changed too, and like that's the coolest part is watching it evolve, and then watching it grow, and watching watching other people see this thing that I saw as more than just a place to talk about nerdy shit, as as a refuge. Because I remember one of the first times I wrote an editorial was after I was coming back from the first awesome con that I went to, and I'd heard a guy talking about a woman wearing a Princess Leia costume. Um, he was like, "Oh, look at all the cellulite on her legs." Um, look at, oh, she shouldn't be wearing that. She shouldn't be wearing that. And I remember being so angry. And the guy that I was at AwesomeCon with was like, you all right, bro? I was like, no, I'll be back. I'm gonna go have a conversation. And I talked to the dude. I was like, that was fucked up, man. He goes, what was fucked up? And I was like, what you said about the girl with the Princess Leia costume? And he's like, oh, well, you know, we were just talking. I was like, yeah, but you're missing the point. I was like, whether she's here just because she likes Star Wars or whether she's here because her boyfriend really likes Star Wars, let her love that. Like, what the fuck does it matter to you? 
And the guy was like, take it easy. And I was like, nah, man, it's people like you that, that ruin this shit. And as I'm saying this, this little girl dressed up as Princess Leia, not, not in the slave costume, she was like regular Princess Leia, um, little girl walks by and I realized what this was for. And that was when I started like trying to shift it a little bit because like there's a whole generation of kids that are growing up with this that shouldn't have to deal with that shit anymore. It should die. And if we can be part of that, then fuck yeah. You know, like that that's that's the kind of legacy I want. I, I want a legacy like that. I don't want a legacy like Joe Rogan where it's like, oh, let's talk about weed and let's make controversial statements. I don't want those legacies. I, I got in a fight with a YouTuber the other day who is one of those people that literally has built their entire brand off of shit talking. And like, that's not going to last. That's dying. And even if it wasn't dying, it's not right. And I, and I think that that's why I've gravitated towards all of the people that we've accumulated here is that everybody gets that everybody has a moral compass. And if it was like, Hey, we could become millionaires if we started writing these bullshit articles, like we got this covered. If we just started spreading bullshit, we would be millionaires or we can continue doing things the right way and get nothing for it. I, I feel like everybody. Well, well, like, well now let, let's, let's <laughs> not be hasty. <laughs> Let's not be hasty now. Wait a second. <laughs> you say we can get a million dollars if we do some bullshit? <laughs> like, to what degree of bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely think that this deserves some discussion. Now. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna change our name. Um, we're all gonna come up with fake names like Doomcock, so um, we can do this sort of thing. <laughs> Doctor Doomcock. Yeah. <laughs> you get a fake YouTube doctor. You get a fake YouTube doctor. Like you will <sighs> respect him, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus well, and who said that? It's only medical doctors that get respect, you know? It's oh, like, come on now, gosh. let me tell you something. You got to go to a lot of school to get a, a an EDD or, you know, PhDs and, you know, various other disciplines. I mean, this is, you know, I mean, that's completely legit. And, you know, this wag with, uh, you know, wrote the article for the Wall Street Journal. He ain't got no freaking doctorate you know it's like yeah, oh leave, what are you mad about without bro? the degree the dude who didn't put the work in to suddenly have a, a wide and fucking loud and stupid opinion about loud who who really should be being called that Fuck loud me. and really stupid i mean Ugh. and disrespectful too because you know, he's like kiddo kiddo really <laughs> Kiddo's what you call, like, your niece, you know? Like, hey, kiddo, how are you? Like, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah, it was. It was totally, you know, but there again, you know, it was a misogynist rant. And, uh, you know, that I, I'll, I'll, I'll always come out against some dumb shit like that. I mean, I, because if only because uh, I have unknowingly helped to promote the patriarchy, you know? And because uh, I, I was shocked. I mean, I just, I had no idea, you know, and, and I knew about, I mean, the racism thing I've known about, I've been black my whole life. I've known about that <laughs> shit, but the freaking uh, misogyny the, to the, I mean, and it's cultural too, you know, it's like, wow. Yeah. I mean, so that, that, but that was just wrong. That was just wrong. And, uh, you know, I got nothing against Dr. Biden. I think that's great. And 
you know, so this guy was an asshole. Hundred percent. But that right there, man, you standing up for it. That that's that's what this is all about. And uh, I mean, before we wrap this up, because God, we're gone way over. Um, I mean, did anybody else want to say anything else before we go ahead and close up shop for uh, for twenty twenty? Yeah, let's say some more great shit about Mike. We could we could go on for a long time <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> yeah, ser- seriously. You guys and I'm only this. halfway playing because <laughs> yeah. we could go on saying great st- shit about you because we've only scratched the surface when when we're millionaires i mean you guys can tell me all about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh that being said i'm sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say i'll fly everybody to zurich and we'll have a nice laugh about it it's like hey man you remember that podcast yuli said he'd fly us all to zurich <laughs> and here the fuck we are man <laughs> <laughs> on that note um, to all those out there listening, um, a lot of them are Patreon subscribers, and a lot of those Patreon subscribers are not part of GGR. They work for us, and that's awesome. Uh, so Jess, Mariah, Alejandra, um, Misty, Miranda. Um, fuck, Miranda was one of the first people to write an article for us um, back in 2014. Um, wrote a review about the one of the Transformers movies. I don't know, whichever one Optimus Prime had a sword in. Um She's she's been a, a, a consistent contributor. I want to shout out um, Mr. Andy Barsh real quick. Uh, he was in a really nasty car accident um, over uh, over the past couple of days. So our thoughts and prayers to Andy Barsh. He was the first person that ever came to us as a writer outside of my circle of friends. He was the first like outsider that's now you know part of the family. Um, it's scary, you know, that like because of some shitty weather he. Could have very been can could have been very seriously injured, and we are very happy that he's not. We are happy that he walked away from that um, relatively unscathed. So, thoughts and prayers to Andy and uh, and his family for sure. But everybody out there, everybody who listens, everybody who subscribes, who reads our articles, um, thank you very much for for doing that. Uh, remember, listen to Christmas Carol. I, I poured a lot of my heart and soul into that. Uh, in fact, there's a lot of lines in there. Um, I hate to break it to you, a lot of Scrooge's dialogue is stuff that I feel. So there you go. Um, little little behind the scenes snippet. But also too, if you're an Easter egg fan, uh, listen to Yuli's part when he makes the power go out in Scrooge's house. Uh, if you listen carefully, you can hear the Ark of the Covenant from Indiana Jones and the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So <laughs> <laughs> I put a lot of little Easter eggs in there and stuff like that. You guys are fucking awesome. Uh, thank you to Rambo. Thank you to MC Brooks. Thank you to Ulysses Campbell, uh, to everybody out there. Uh, have a wonderful holiday. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Keep socially distant. Stay home if you can. I know it's hard, especially during the holidays. But if we can get through this now, then it'll all be done here soon. Make sure you're wearing your masks wherever you go. But above all else, um, haven't used this one in a while because we've been sticking with the no heights we can't achieve. Above all else, though, remember, it's the holidays. Don't be a juice bag. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy.